is Vandrina. And this is Joel. And welcome back to another episode of the I Died the Day I Loved You podcast. You just heard Joel reading Having the Cake and Eating It Too, where he gave his take on having the pancake dinner, or pancake lunch, anyway, pancake meal with his parents, as well as our first date. And last week, we talked about the first double date we had with your parents. And then this week, we're going to talk about the second half, which is our first official date, not the waffle house and walmart that we experienced when you were still with tiara but our first actual official date now i will say this i don't remember you like officially asking me out on a date like vandrina will you go out on a date with me yeah i kind of remember that too um it's funny that we call it this and i think it was because it was just so relaxed and so easy for us to just be there and it was so much more structured, like a, like a date would be in our minds. And I remember in middle school and high school thinking the only way I could really go on a date was to have a car. Yeah. And to have to, because I'd have to drive the, the girl in order to have a date or something. And this actually was kind of structured that way where we got into my car and I had to pick you up at a certain time. I'm, I'm going to say 8 o'clock, but no, it's probably more like 11. Yeah, you picked me up early in the morning. And if you read the blog, you've seen the photos from that day. So we mentioned last week you saw the photos from the Centennial Olympic Park and the couple that was doing stuff behind the building. And then you also saw photos of our date at the at firm bank. So you saw you know the signs that we were looking at and some of the exhibits. And if I remember correctly, when I looked at the metadata, when I was looking through all these old hard drives of photos, I believe you picked me up at around 10 or 11 a.m. It was early in the morning. I, I want to say 11 because I'm not a morning person. So I feel like me I was either. awake enough to be excited. But also... It was. I feel like it was around lunchtime, because we didn't go grab lunch. We just kept going, kept going, kept going until dinner. So I, eleven sounds right. And my house was near Fernbank, so it wasn't like we had to drive particularly far. Because sometimes Joel will be like, "You want to go somewhere?" And I'm like, "Sure." Like for instance, one time for my birthday in 2019, uh, I was like, "I really want paella." And the previous year, we had really good paella when we um, photographed and attended the Hencappy uh, bicycle race in, in, in Chattanooga. I was like, I really want more of their paella. He's like, okay. And so we drove randomly to Chattanooga for my birthday just to grab some paella. We later found out that they don't actually have a restaurant. They just do events. So I didn't get to get paella but, uh, at that you know place. But we got paella for my birthday but he's done that or he'll be like you want to just go to grandfather mountain this weekend yeah okay so being yeah, that i know um grandfather mountain is like six and a half hour drive it's like something. five or six hours yeah and uh i don't know why i thought i could make it there in because as a so kid time. time time goes differently and you always yeah. went there with your family growing up family and so you were probably so excited to go up there and it's for those who don't know grandfather mountain is in north carolina it's not in georgia and so you know for us to go to farm bank which is only a few minutes from the house is a welcome change (laughs) because now it's like oh i really had a good time at this restaurant in this state and he'll be okay next off day 
that's where we'll go. Um, I think I think you've only done it. We've only done it for Tennessee and, and North Carolina. I don't think we've really gone out of the way for we want it to to go to oh sh- I forgot oh shoot it's uh the cheesesteak place that we saw in the Goldbergs that's right in New Jersey or something. yeah they were like the best Philly cheesesteak isn't in Philly it's in, New, it's Jersey. in New Jersey and when we went up to New Jersey in 2019 I wanted to do a detour but it was just we had to get back home and everything. But we did go see uh, one of my bridesmaids. So. During the hours we would have arrived. Yeah, it was closed during that time or on on Mondays or something like it that. It was such a funky moment. So we, we still end up going to New Jersey to eat, but uh, not there. But if we want to go to a place like there's a Red Lobster that was really good when we were coming back from oh, Europe. Yeah. <laughs> That's in like Virginia or something. I think we still have the Red Lobster. I bag have. Somewhere. I have no. I have the because uh, the bags are the same. But I have the address, the location bookmarked on my laptop. So I can, next time we're driving up the East Coast, we can make sure yeah. that we stop there. Um, so there's little places. And then, of course, with our travels, and if you know us or if you follow our other blog, Group on the Globe, uh, you know about this. There's a diner in uh, Van Horn, Texas. So you can understand why I'm fond of the place. And it's the cutest little diner and Maria works there. And every time we literally went out of, well, not really out of the way, but we stopped there, you know, for gas. There's a loves gas station. I think stopped there for gas. It was like, Oh, there's a diner across the street. Stopped at the diner. Such a sweetheart staff. Went Didn't they sh- use that diner at some movie? Yeah, it was in some movie, but it's not a movie I've seen. It's not like a big blockbuster movie. Like, it's not like one that I could so name. like the ones in Georgia where it's like, Tomatoes or something. No, no. I, I've never heard of the movie. It had big celebrities. I've never heard of the movie, though. But we stopped there, went to Phoenix to shoot a wedding, drove back, stopped there again, and then when we drove to California, we went the more northern route, so we didn't go there. But on the way back, we stopped there. So if we like a place or really want a place, we'll go there. We'll go out of the way. Yeah, I've yet to plan a date that's a one-day travel to Texas. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Texas is like two days apart from To get Texas. across, yeah. Texas is a long drive. It, if you want to really test your relationship, do a road trip. Yeah, drive to the end of Texas. Because, I mean, we've driven Georgia to... El Paso, of course. We've driven Georgia to California, Georgia to Miami, Georgia to Maine. We've driven to Chicago... We've driven to Detroit, driven to Vegas, the Grand Canyon. But I was looking at the map of like places we've driven, and it's interesting how we haven't been like in the Pacific Northwest or like the Midwest. Like we haven't been anywhere west of Illinois. Poor Missouri. <laughs> we haven't. Poor Iowa. I don't think we. Yeah, we haven't been Missouri, Iowa. We haven't done any of those. Poor Montana. I mean, like, literally, that whole part of the country from, like, well, no, I've been to, well, without you, I went to Indianapolis, but it's interesting, we haven't been to that part of the country, but we've been so many other places. Indiana sounds like a place where the kids from, where in the world is Carmen Sandiego would want to win? (laughs) They wanted to go see their grandma, don't hate on them. I'm not hating. I'm (laughs) hating on Indiana a little bit. But, um... Yeah, much. so we went to Farm Bank, had a great time. You've probably seen the photos if you read the blog. 
Um, but yeah, it was really casual. I had, you know, jeans and a sweater. Very. Ca- I wasn't trying to dress alluringly or to flirt. I It was chilly, so I wore a sweater. But uh, it was fun. It, it reminded me of an old, you know, middle school, high school field trip. Uh, we ran around. Had a good old time. I, 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 it was literally the, well, I can't say the most perfect date because we've had great dates since then. We, we, we really have had some great dates. Yeah. And we described so many little tiny memories in this podcast so far, but no, I mean, like, in terms of the, just the exact right amount of every little thing that you can have in a, sort of very early on dating scenario it just felt very comfortable and it was fun it was just easy it it felt like it was a totally spontaneous kind of day even though in the back of my head I had this sort of idea of what a real structure it was it wasn't as contrived and planned as the dates on the bachelor and the bachelorette you know those are very you know, timed and oh, you know, now random goats are gonna walk into the scene. It was and all you know, fireworks. Yeah, oh yeah, now you're kissing and there's fireworks. It wasn't any of that. It was very much a, hey, you're smart. Want to go look at and t- you know, go to a museum? Yeah, sure. It's like okay. I just can't wait to have a date where it's like, hey, you're dumb. <laughs> let's, uh, let's go do something dumb. <laughs> well, I feel like someone has had this. What date. would be? Well, now I'm thinking of the Bruno Mars song. I'm looking for something dumb to do. But uh, what would be something dumb somebody could do? Well, I guess you just met somebody, and neither your, of you have tattoos, and you go get like tattoos. Spray painting a wall in front of some cops or something. Who are you, Banksy? Yeah, you're bank. <laughs> go be Banksy. That's the dumb date. Right? Oh man, but yeah. So it was really laid back. Like, I can't think back. of anything odd or bad that happened. It was just very much. You know, Let's go, you know, to the museum. And we looked at, you know, military uniforms. I was telling you about my dad's military service. And then I was like, that was fun. Are you hungry? Sure. Because it was a little bit after lunch, but before dinner. And then I had never been to the Vortex, like I previously said. And I'd always wanted to go. And I think you had been before, possibly. To the Vortex? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I, knew, I think, yeah, you had said you had been. So you got to be like, okay, this is the vortex. There's a menu. Look at you know, and they, they have a very eclectic menu, like you know, no substitutions. And if you try to substitute it, they'll curse you out. It's this whole. It's thing. a pretty intense bar, and you have to be twenty one and older. And they have some very adult themed stuff in there. There's a giant wooden carved penis, and you're supposed to rub it for good luck. There's a and, lot of penises. And then behind, well, not behind, but to the side of it, well, it depends on what location you go to. We went to the one on Peachtree Street, and to the next of it's actually a Laughing Skull comedy bar. Yeah. It's like a comedy. Yeah, it's like a comedy. Skull. Yeah. But the one in Little Five Points. It's I, not so. Well, yeah, it's not so eclectic, so to speak. But, well, the front of it is. The front of it is a giant mouth with, like, a, a black and white swirl. I remember my parents and I always used to be like, what's in there? I want to go there. It's just a burger place. But I've been to both, and I prefer the one on Peachtree. The food's better, just in my opinion. But uh, I and remember. The food is very interesting. Even though it's just 
bar food like burgers and stuff but very, very good portions very good portion sizes you may have leftovers very good price yeah very very good people yeah i i remember that when we tried to take your sister i remember we wanted to take her once and then i was like wait how old is she she wasn't 21 so we couldn't take her and then i think when she turned 21 we just ended up taking her to medieval times <laughs> it was like look it's easier you know, we don't have to drive into the city. We can get her some grog. You know, we can eat with our fingers. Send her home. Have a half a dragon. Yeah, eat, eat a baby dragon. So, um, yeah, I remember we wanted to take her, but you were like, oh, she's like 17. We can't take her. I mean, but I mean, it makes it easier. So that way you don't have to be like, oh, you can, you can. They have it biggest day on the door, you know. So there, it's... It's a, if you're wondering where in Atlanta on Peachtree Street it is, it's in Midtown Atlanta, right across the street from, oh gosh, I can't remember the name of the gay club. It's a dog, something or other. Yes, Bulldogs. Why do you know that? Because I remember standing out in front of the vortex staring at it. <laughs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> you should see the look Joel's giving me. But yeah, so uh, it's right across the street from Bulldogs on Peachtree. There's a Starbucks nearby. I think it's near... Oh, I can't remember what street's near. Was it near the bank you go to? No, well... That's down the street. That's down the street, but... It's near a... It's near a... a, a, a I think it's Fado Irish Pub. If if you look up... Yeah. It's, right, it's on the early part of Midtown, basically. If you get to 10th, you've gone too far. So it's like between, I believe, 8th and 9th Street. Somewhere that feels right. right. Yeah. If, you, if you got to Margaret Mitchell House... You've gone too far. If you got to Sugar Factory, you've gone too far. Yeah. So if you got to the High Museum, you've gone too far. That's if you're going north on Peachtree. And then if you're going south, if you get to the Hooters, you've gone way too far because now you're in downtown. If you cross over the interstate, <laughs> you've gone too What's far. there on 7th? Didn't you work right there? Yeah, once upon a time. So. What was there? On 7th? A quick trip. A quick trip. Wasn't there other stuff there? You got the little restaurants? They're all closed. They're all closed now? Yeah, they all went out of business. Yeah, so that's why I'm like, what's still there? It hasn't been in a while. Yeah, but all of them closed. I looked it up. They're all closed now. What a bummer. So, yeah, if if you're near, I'm just going off on a tune. Now I'm just like, hey, if you're in Atlanta, it's between the interstate just Google and the, the high. Just Google it. <laughs> Google you know the what? This isn't this isn't a small <laughs> town. You don't have to make a right at the third oak tree. So yeah, just Google it. You'll find it. Vortex Midtown Atlanta because there are two locations. And you know, the best places are those dive bar burger joints in Atlanta. Best places are Hole in the Wall, or as my parents call them, Greasy Spoons. If you want good soul food, go to the beautiful off of yeah, Cascade. Go to the beautiful. I like the. Was it Dizzy D's? Daddy D's. Daddy D's. Yeah, Daddy D's Call barbecue Daddy D's. off of Hill Street and yeah, uh, Hill Street and Memorial. Is it still Memorial that in? I think everyone else yeah. goes to Hill Street, Fat Matt's. Hill, Hill, yeah, everybody else goes to Fat Matt's, which I've never been to. There's always a line. But yeah, Daddy D's is at Hill Street. It's got Memorial on one side and MLK on the other. Yeah, they're um, the best. It's really good. But yeah, go to the beautiful for real soul. I took Joel to the beautiful, and he was like, "Oh, this is how soul food is supposed to taste," because his mother doesn't cook with any spices. She cooks with tears and salt and disappointment. So your words, 
I just I just have the balls to say it. Uh, well, there you go. <laughs> but yeah, um, so we went to the Vortex, had a really good meal. I was not disappointed. And then I wanted to see Vantage Point, which might as well. T- I mean, it's been, oh, gosh, thirteen Spoiler years. Alert. It's been like thirteen not years really. at this point. Basically, <laughs> um, uh, an event happens, like a, a shooting, at like a, a political event or something over yeah. in another country, and it shows you the vantage point from like five or eight main characters. So you see it happen, and then it rewinds, and then you see it from another person's point of view. And it rewinds and keeps doing this. And literally when it got to to the last one, I was like, I don't want this movie to rewind anymore. I've seen every vantage point I wanted to see, but it shows you the different ones and how what you see may not be actually what happened. So it's a really good movie. And then after that, I believe you just took me home. And now, you know, I actually don't remember us kissing on the date. It it wasn't a kissing kind of date. It, It really wasn't like an expectation heavy date. I, remember, I think that's one of the reasons why it was kind of fun. I'm sure we kissed, but it wasn't like I don't know if we did. more than a peck, probably up to a point. And we certainly didn't like spend the entire time during the movie kissing yeah. or anything. Yeah. We watched the movie. We we're both into the movie, and it's kind of funny how like there was nothing of that kind of feeling about this particular uh, date. There were, have been many dates where we probably spent half the date kissing or something but no it was definitely not and i'll tell you why we don't spend most of the day kissing because we don't do pda because we're an interracial couple in the south that's right which is part of the reason why we started this blog and this podcast is because we don't know how people will react to us i mean yeah, i've no got PDA. i've gotten death threats and Too wow scary. i've gotten death threats from people very close to joel that was i almost gave away the whole farm um <laughs> very close to joel which we will go are in depth too uh but yeah people don't some people don't like it especially here stay on top of it because even when we went to europe we were like all right let's have a plan let's Mm -hmm. not hold each other's hands or get too close to each other too often yeah we when we went to i think we'll talk about this too but when we went to europe we did it with uh groupon and i was it was like a group of 40 of us or at least 20 of us it felt like 40 and I feel like I was the only black person in the group and we were in London, Paris, Rome and out of all the Americans, I was the only black one in our group and I didn't realize how much I stood out. I mean, I'm six foot tall and I'm the only black person and I'm in an interracial relationship. You might've been one black person in several hundred thousand nearby. (laughs) Right. Cause I honestly, we did meet those ladies in in London, but I don't remember seeing I, I, we met them in London. We saw, we saw some black people on a train in France. In France, but and maybe one or two people I, here there in Italy. But Italy, was there was rare. two on the, train, on the train because they saw the they saw two Italian guys fighting, and then they got up like, nope, it. I'm not dealing with this. So, yeah. The fight on the train. But two, hilarious. I mean, compare that to Atlanta, where, not, not even you know, like everybody's black. One in five people, or one in 20, maybe. So, yeah, we had, it, it wasn't like a kissy kiss. I mean, we held hands, I believe, during the movie a yeah, little we bit. Really, but also, like, close, it wasn't really. But not like but all over each other. Comparatively, not really, because I was like into the movie. So I was probably, I feel like I was leaning forward on my seat, like, okay, wait, 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 wait. And I was like trying to figure it, it really out. It was that kind of movie where we were really, really intently into the movie. I was trying to figure we didn't really it out. We talk to each other too, too much during the movie, but we probably 
looked at each other a couple of times or she like, did say that statement about how she didn't want it to be re- rerounded. Yeah, and, and I was like, wait, did you see that? I, I did, you know, like, oh, look, on the uh, last one, he she saw this, yeah. but he saw that. It and wasn't so, a crowded theater. I think we were like... And we sat in the back, like yeah. one of 15 people or less. I don't remember how many people were in there, but I know that... It was very few. You know, we were... not. I won't say we were talking through the movie, but it was like, oh, did you see but that? we didn't feel... Like we were disturbing anyone if we were talking a little bit. Yeah. I you mean, know what Firefly says. I've never watched the series. I've only seen like two episodes. You know this. Okay. You just want to bring up Firefly. Go oh, ahead. Of course. Go ahead. So the shepherd says to him, you know, there's a special hell for people that mess around with children and people who talk in movie theaters. Well, the only time I've ever been shushed in a movie theater that I can think of was Train to Busan. And that's because we went and saw it on, I think it's like up in Johns Creek, the AMC up in Johns Creek. And it was a primarily Asian audience because it's a Korean movie. It had subtitles. And I think I, you know, we're trying to figure it out and read the subtitles and everything. And they're like, shh. But it's like, you can read it in English and you understand Korean. I don't know what's happening because that was the first foreign language movie I had seen in a long time. Yeah, I don't think we're afraid to talk in the theater. I'm I'm not afraid to talk. I don't talk. I try not to not talk loudly, but the best. It's thing. normally like, oh, did you catch that? Yeah, it's more of a reactionary thing. Like, oh, like when we went to see um, Into the Spider Verse, but we sat in different parts of the theater because I didn't know how to reserve the seats right and uh, whatever. And that was a full theater. It. There was there was some seats, but you have to reserve them and you can't change them and everything. And I remember there were things that I was noticing, but Joel was sitting with my cousin, uh, with my cousins, my little cousins up front, and I was like, I'll sit in the back because I thought this is a cartoon. I'm not going to be interested in this. I'm gonna sit in the back and take a nap. And then I was like, oh, it's actually interesting. I actually stayed up, watched the whole movie. One, one of my favorites. One of my favorite movies. It's one of the best movies I've ever seen. It's, I like it so much I bought the DVD, and I don't normally buy DVDs, so that's and how good it is. The really silly thing is, like, it's like making fun of the Spider-Man origin. Yeah. My dad does not like by it. By telling you the origin of Spider-Man, like, seven times. <laughs> my dad does not like it. He's like, cartoon, Spoiler I don't want to see this. Something. It won an yeah, Oscar. Yeah, you should know by now. You should know by but now. But I say all that to say... Um, you know, there were things I wanted to tell you that I was noticing during the movie, but I then I mentioned it to you, and you're like, I don't remember that scene. And then I had to point it out to you when we bought the DVD, and then you were pointing out things to me that you didn't notice until we rewatched it on DVD my, and on Netflix. My favorite thing to point out, so one Spider-Man says, Don't tell the movie. No. No. Make the Look, it's on Netflix, I think, still on Netflix. We could let you borrow the DVD. It'll probably be on Disney Plus soon. Don't don't tell them. Vantage Point's been out for a while. Not into the Spider-Verse. There are plenty of people who still haven't seen it. All right, we won't spoil that movie. Okay. We keep, to keep that one There's to the There's a really chest. neat thing that happened in the movie. That Everything that happens in the movie is neat. Extremely clever writing. That's like saying, you know, WandaVision's been out for a while. Let me go ahead and spoil that. You know, you haven't finished well. Or, 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 or better yet, uh, The Mandalorian. Like, oh, well, it's been out for four months. You've had time to watch it, you know, and spoil what happens on the finale. And then the other thing that happens on the finale. 
Yeah, I'm sure if I, I ruin Into the Spider-Verse right now, it's going to make so many people sad. Oh, whatever. It was a good movie. It's I, a great movie. I didn't want it to be know. ruined for me. Anywho, it was a very casual date. Um, and I think it, it opened us up to being more romantic toward each other. Because like you had mentioned, uh, one of my coworkers at the aquarium, Emil, she was like, it's not fair that he likes you and you like him. And I was like, well, it's not my fault. You know, it's not my fault you like a guy who it's doesn't like, like you and doesn't care. And just because a guy is reciprocating liking you or whatnot, that doesn't mean you're going to have, like, a perfect kind of situation. I mean, you and I have one. But, you know, we it, we work at it, too. There's It's not instantaneous. Yeah, it, it takes work. Well... It it doesn't feel it like doesn't work. It doesn't feel like work to us, no. It what we but we we communicate with each other. So we don't leave each other in the dark. So you know, you know if I'm like, Hey, take out the garbage, okay and then you see me look at you a few hours later, like, Oh yeah. But I I don't know why she was mad because well I, the guy she if, likes didn't. If you're like really, her. really lonely and you see someone who's not, it just you know, it makes you feel lonelier. Yeah, that's true. I know how that can feel. Yeah. I definitely have had that. Oh, I was a frequent time. recipient of Singles Awareness Day for many, mm-hmm. many years. I had mentioned that previously. Yeah, which is why we celebrated it together. But We didn't want each other to feel too lonely. But I think it definitely opened up the doors to us. Because like, you and I would sit outside of Farcoast. Farcoast was a short-lived coffee. What? I think it's in another country still. But a short-lived yeah. coffee company that Coke had, and they had a little coffee shop outside of the aquarium and we would just sit out there and I would lay in his lap and we would hold hands or whatever because it was kind of the aquarium property but kind of not because Coke owned all the land so technically we were on Coke's property and this was back in 2008 yeah it was and it was before we were a couple but at that moment we felt more comfortable flirting with each other I guess I would say like a little bit like at first it was like does he like me I'll just be a friend then it was like okay He's basically, we're exclusively non-exclusive. He's my boy space friend. But we're on the way to being boyfriend, one word. Girlfriend, one word. It, it was definitely a very strong, heavy implication. Like, this is definitely going somewhere. Just. But you can't assume. Why push You cannot assume, though, because how many times have we come across girls who you knew from back in the day and they were like, yeah, Joel's my ex-boyfriend. And you're like, we never dated. And in their mind, y'all were a couple. Yeah, I do realize that that did happen. So you, you can't assume because one person will view it one way. And see, that's where that communication comes in. It's like, what what are we? What is this? And around the time we started, you know, being closer, hanging out all the time, that's when your friend Z was like, you know, don't waste you her can't time. waste her time. Yeah. Which was interesting because I had already decided I made up my mind. I'm but we, I didn't time. know it. Z didn't know it. Nobody yeah, no, knew no it. No one knew it but me. Which, you know, I guess means I was wasting time. Which means he wasn't communicating. You're an oxymoron. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a really it good date. Work. It was a really good date. And, you know, I was spending the whole day with him and my parents not freaking out, it meant that, you know, I could trust him. But would that all change when we would go to New York City together without anybody else for a week for that answer you're gonna have to stay tuned till next week's episode and then we'll talk about when we 
rode a, what, 20-hour bus ride on the Greyhound up to New York and stayed up there for a week. And the romantic moments and the... Did we have any fights? I don't think we... You can call them there. But I no, I don't really think we did. I'll tell you this. I really... <laughs> This is gonna sound one way, but it's another. I really should not have taken any assumptions or ideas from Sex in the City. And you're probably thinking, oh, what did you do? Were you a Samantha? No, kept my clothes on. But see on that show, they run around New York in heels and I thought I could do the same. So the only shoes I brought were flip flops for the shower and knee high boots. And Joel's like, that's stupid. Oh, no. And uh, I ended up going to get some shoes at Coney Island at the beach because, oh my God. But anyway, we'll go into that more next week. We'll talk about our trip, talk about what we learned uh, about each other, talk about, you know, the long bus ride, you know. Oh, was that when I almost got in the fight with the woman at the Red Lobster? Yeah. Okay, yeah, we'll talk about when I almost got in a fight with a woman at the Red Lobster in Times Square. It's like 95% <laughs> we're going to talk about all of that. We're going to talk about all of that fun stuff. So we're going to wrap it up for now. But until next time for the I Died the Day I Loved You podcast, I'm Vandrina. And I'm Joel. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.